Hola everyone, my name is Nduta Wangari. Welcome to Artworks Podcast. This is where we live, learn and laugh a little bit more. Where we have our students who go out there to interview professional artists in the arts industry. Here with me we have Jojo Palo who went for an interview and interviewed Brush too. Welcome George. Thank you. So I would love for you to tell us where is Brush to located who is he and can you briefly explain to us what happened during the interview day Okay Brush to is located in Burbur along Oleleshwa street Brush is not a person it is a group of people it consists of 12 members we managed to talk to two who worked hand in hand to tell us about what they do at Brush to If you briefly explain how the studio looked like. The studio is an enclosed building with a gate. There are several rooms. Every artist has his workspace where he can work with minimum distractions. The place was cool. At at work everywhere. It's part of what they do. How many artists did you interview on the day? I met five and talked to only two, Michael Musioka and Emmaus Kimani. So from each of the artists, what did you learn from each of them? Mm, like for Michael Musioka, I learned about keeping going, making sure you complete your work no under the challenges you are, you are facing. Then from Emmaus Kimani, He talked about passion in in your work like do it for passion don't do it for for the money. Thank you very much my fellow listeners you're going straight into the interview you're welcome. Hello once again my name is Jojo Palo and I want to interview you for the Artworks podcast. Could you briefly introduce yourself? Uh my name is Michael Musioka and um um a founding member of Brush 2 Art Studio. So Brush 2 is like a a group thing. Yes, it, it's an artist collective. Can you introduce those who are entailed in the uh, Brush 2? We have 12 members, uh, all of whom are artists. Each member does a different thing. Um myself, I do uh painting. Um there's a uh, minor um Bonfast minor also painting. Um Elias Mungora painting. David Duku also a painter. Kimani Ngaru a sculptor. Sebawali Sio painter. Yes, painter and sometimes she doubles up as a, a sculptor. Um hi, my name is Maus Kimani. I'm also a member of Brush 2. I'm an artist curator and uh, like I I work with photography uh with texts and then uh, Lincoln who works with uh oils and charcoals Abdul who works homages with uh printmaking but also uh very big on sculpture there's Moira Bushkimani who's uh found objects uh sculpting um Then there's uh Peteros Ndunde who works uh heavily with ballpoint pens but he's also very uh into sound engineering. Wero Gishuhi so he works uh, uh he was trained as a graphics designer. So we the medium for for me maybe for us it's it's just like it's just one way of expressing ourselves.
I think you guys are amazing. I really like to know your experiences as artists. Thank you, thank you. So I think for me Brush 2 is very very special because it's I actually never knew or thought of myself as an artist. But then um I thought of myself as a thinker or like I was very open-minded and and very different from typical society that I I could never fit into that and then I came and I found a space or like a group of people that were also like as open-minded or as 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 open to imagination and for I think for me like that that kind of is what brush to is and that that is the biggest experience that I cherish from brush to that that you can be yourself you know like and 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 you can be as different as as you can be and it's it's like somehow we have created a safe space where we can be ourselves to the maximum capacity so at what age did you personally start expressing your art like, um so for for me i i always thought i was a scientist for for the longest time i was doing them creatively you know so it's just that i i didn't know how to contextualize that you know i didn't know that that was that was what was called art so uh i think at around 24 that's when i wow. discovered the art world properly so you just developed your career like from the age of 24 yeah so my yeah my career actually started maybe from 24 before that i was studying all sorts of things so how did you do it like till you till you managed to be where you are right now uh <laughs> <laughs> I I came to Brush 2 as as an accountant for a residency program and the only reason I agreed to be an accountant was because it was in an artist uh setup so and then and then um and then and then all the things that I was doing that were also art were started being recognized and validated So like before 24 year old did you didn't you have any like role models who like pushed you to work towards artwork that's that's actually it i i did not have anything or anyone i was i was i lived in my head you know so i i went to school um i wanted to be an inventor i i couldn't even find models for that the closest course i could find for that was electrical and electronics but but i i could never find someone to to guide me into into the thing that i have always been so now under brush 2 you know like we we model each other you know and also by being in brush 2 i i get exposed to the other things that brush 2 are exposed to I believe you have been in the art world long enough to notice the changes that have been ever since you joined it up to date. Can you tell us about the changes? And to me is the um, there's more like uh, there's more receptability by the audience. There's rather the audience is getting bigger and bigger by the day. And, and by that i mean especially 
uh, from the local um, from Kenyans, um, I've, I've realized that you know there's more uh, demand for artwork. There's more um, appreciation for the craft than there was um, a couple of years ago. Um, I think that's the most notable change. So, did you start as an artist to as as a young person? Yeah, um, I started. Uh, I mean, I, I've been I've been creating stuff ever since I was I was a kid. Um, but then, um, you know, obviously, the, I kept on going because, as I said, you know, the it's the drive. There's that passion. You know, you keep doing stuff and yes. it works. So, yeah, I started as a kid and I've I've stuck. Um, I've stuck with it throughout until um, my professional practice. I consider it to have started uh, right after I finished school in 2012. That is college. Um, so that's when I consider um, my professional practice to have started. So, like, you didn't have any other like options to be an engineer or well, things like that. Um, yes, I, I did. I, I've, I've always wanted to actually, like, uh, growing up, I wanted to be an architect. But I mean, also that falls within the creative um, sector, so it wasn't very far from um, being an artist. So, but then architecture didn't work <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, so I just uh, ended up being being a, a painter and an artist. You face your challenges, like these financial challenges. Like, do you have some other sources of income apart from selling your art exhibitions? Uh, well... Right now, I can't say I have other sources of income. I, I wholly depend on art. Uh, but uh, before, I've, um, I've been a waiter. Uh, I've, I've done other things. Uh, but also, um, within the spe- spectrum of uh, visual arts, I've done other things um, just for the sake of making money. Um, I've done... Uh, sign writing of the uh, maybe a mouse. Uh, yeah. So on on that point, I to me it's so fortunate. Um, I if 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 I if I didn't have any other sources of income apart from art, I I don't think I would have survived this long, or or I would, or or I would have been a very starving artist. So and and that's like that's so sad for me. Like. That 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 there are brilliant people out there creating things that that are not for themselves. I feel like the artist is not really for themselves. Or like in my own definition, the true artist is like almost like a cultural worker. You know, you're documenting history, or you are you know like the artist is an image of society. So you're doing all of these things, but then uh, it's like it's not enough. So, uh, but the good thing is, I, I think also in that question of how the, the art scene has evolved over time is, I feel like it's, it's, it's evolving in the right direction because now it's 
it's it's a bit more e- much easier to to survive on on art related income uh than before but maybe it's also because of like just being present and growing networks but but yeah so that that's also another point to the whole idea of the medium that you're working in i feel like i have really stretched myself and i work on very many mediums to be able to survive because photography is like my primary thing but then uh sometimes i'm not selling enough prints to survive so i i i i have other skills so i teach a bit of guitar and that gives me income when when i'm not doing this thing and then uh i'm also creative so like creativity can be used for anything like my creativity would have been used as an inventor if i became that so i'm using cre- my creativity to communicate for people so yeah so yeah it's it's like you have to be creative to survive is there like a time when you couldn't make art at all maybe not so much for me uh the only thing that i could say is maybe a time that i could not make art that 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 was expected for me to make like sometimes i i i cannot like write or sometimes i cannot play music or sometimes i can't or i can but like it feels like it's robotic you know like you know you know how to draw so i can draw your face and it can be exactly the way you are so it's, i you know you can't get a block from that you know that's like a skill that you have but then you as an artist you don't want to make things robotically you know you want to you want to be inspired to do something and there are times that you know like you're completely blocked but for me it's like when i can't do one thing i i i can always do another thing so it's kind of like the switch of medium helps me always be able to create and the only thing that i can almost always do is write uh yes there there is a time that i'm not able to create um and mostly that is um when i i don't have ideas <laughs> or my imagination maybe is too it's bigger than my resources um so i end up you know either postponing that idea or not you know i mean not working on it or and and also that i think it also speaks to you know like um your question about challenges um sometimes actually especially after um an exhibition there's i think maybe due to burnout um it, you know it's it's for me it's it's a bit uh challenging to uh develop new content so um during that duration i do maybe i just try and do other things uh to gather um ideas because you know ideas are um for 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 an idea to end up on an uh being an artwork or choosing an idea um, and um deciding to execute an idea this uh, uh for me is always it comes as a conviction do i 
I mean, um, I feel like oh, this this is something that can actually look good on you know on on a on a canvas. So it's that conviction that you know makes me uh, create. So uh, a lot of times I do have ideas, but I don't have the conviction to create. So um, I end up not creating anything. <laughs> So during exhibitions, people react on your work, some positively, others negatively. At times you get no reaction at all. How do you deal with all this? Your, your work, my work is to create. Um, though negative criticism, you know, puts me down. And sometimes I even like it, it, it can actually even be uh, a cause for, for, for an artist block. Because um, sometimes I think, I think I, 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 yes, I get affected by what people think sometimes, right? Um, it's, it's hard not to because you're not only painting for yourself. Uh, I'm not creating. Yeah, I'm creating for myself first, right? I'm, 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 I'm the first, I'm the first audience, right? Um, so, so when people, you know, like people don't um, appreciate what I've done. It sort of puts me down. Um, obviously, positive criticism um, is I, I receive that well, um, and posit- positive criticism is uh, is critique with you know like such, um, that sort of has direction. You know, you, there's. There's criticism that is just meant to put you down, and that person just walks away, and you know you've not you've not earned anything from that. So that that uh, so positive positive criticism um, is I mean obviously I, I receive that very well. Um, so yeah, um, that's yeah that's how I deal with it, but. I try very much not to um, get consumed by 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 that by either the negative or the positive because at the end of the day I'm the artist I know what I wanted to put out at the end of the day I I need to you know like put my foot down and say the, you know and stand by my ideas and my convictions yeah so is there like a minus thing someone has ever said to you? So, uh, so for for me, it's uh, I'm always creating or expressing myself. So um, it starts with like private expressions. So the things that would be beautiful and would be still regarded art, but they're not. They're just for me. Like it would be very hard for me to just put them out for people to see. And then, uh, so one way around criticism is, is you can walk like with smaller circles. So before you do like that big exhibition, you can, you can let your friends see. And so it's, it's like if you validate yourself internally, like what, when, when, when I validated myself on something that I've created enough, like, uh, of course, positive criticism, I can always take something and I can learn, but then I know exactly why I created this. So if you don't see it, you know, it's not going to hurt like so bad. 
So it starts with like a private creation and then public for me. So when it's public, then then it's like I'm I'm making a statement about something that's public, and then if it's wrong, then that criticism would you know would affect me in a certain way. Uh, but the 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 meanest thing <laughs> was uh, so. I usually actually receive very good like uh, reviews but this guy so everyone was liking this work that i had created and then um so this guy first came in and then he looked at the work and he was like i really like that so that's how he started no very good i want it so uh do you like you know do you want to buy do you want me to put a sticker on it but he he said that and he left you know he says i like that work I want it. Then he left, and then he came back, and then uh, so it's it's almost like he wanted me to chase him, and I kind of did. And then uh, so um, he saw the price, and then he asked me, "Have you sold anything?" Uh, so it was it was the last day of an of 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 an art fair. So he asked me, "Have you sold?" And then I said, "No," which was uh, honest truth. And then uh, he said, "That's why." So. So he says he likes my work, but then he's he's trying to bargain. But instead of bargaining, he's telling me my prices are, are so high. I mean, it was it was so manipulative, and it was so it was it was yeah, it was insulting. It was it was mean, and and I think it was intentional. Like the way that he calculated it, it was it was actually beautiful. I admire how he did it, but it was really mean. So he he. He basically said that. Uh, anyways, it, it was very confusing. So, and that's how he bargained himself to <laughs> to whatever price he wanted. So it, the last thing he told me is, "Call me on Monday and we'll talk." And then, uh, yeah, nothing. He didn't buy the work or. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the one of the many meanest. Like I, I, I always want to forget and i think my memory sometimes is you know does uh does justice because i have bad memory so uh, i tend to forget a lot of stuff uh that's especially bad ones i mean it's for me it's a good thing one of the many main things that i've heard from anyone is uh so this there's this guy who asked me so i just recently uh for me, it was gradual change, right? I've changed um, my style, right? So he hasn't seen the works in between, right? The the transition. He, he, he hadn't um, seen the transition. He was only familiar with my previous work. So, I mean... Um, then he saw this work and he's, he's asking me, boss, who's who, which, which, which Indian girl are you trying to impress? <laughs> so like, man, I mean, there's some stuff, man. Indian girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So one of uh, many, one of okay. many. Um, <laughs> one of many. There's so many experiences, things, but. I feel like um, if you, if you, the most important thing is just to you know why you've done an artwork like that, and you know it's based off your convictions. And if you can stand by those, um, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Yeah.
So can you tell us about marketing and distribution of artwork today? Um, I think it's it has been made easier by the social media. Because, like, you know, um, it's easy to reach a wider audience. Um, so you can just post a, 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 an artwork on, on Insta or Twitter or whatever. And it can, you know, you can, you can even sponsor it. You can tag your friends. So it, it has uh, the potential to reach a wide audience. So it's not as expensive as uh, maybe Kitambo, um, um, how it used to be. Um, so it's it's easy. It, you can do it yourself. Uh, I think. Um, Yes, through a gallery, um, through galleries. That's how, how it gets out. That's the pl- those are my platforms, uh, mostly galleries. Yeah. So, like, do you, all of you guys work on like work that communicates on one topic, or does everyone who's what you wanna communicate? Mostly, like a lot of the guys here um, do things. Uh, the artwork that they choose sort of has uh, either uh, a connection to their own uh, experiences, right? Uh, be it political um, or social, uh, or just you know just um, an emotional outburst on 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 whatever medium it is doing similar not uh, similar topics, right? Or or just topics are you know like are touching on you know uh those um yeah similar themes right so we we do run with those and we say maybe we can do an exhibition or just a showcase uh of sorts yeah and and, and also we don't choose themes like for one another or you know they Unless sort of fun. yeah we mostly stumble upon themes um, and those are maybe due to experiences you, we've had or, you know, um, emotional stuff, you know, catharsis. So, like, have you ever linked your work to the things that are going on? Yes. yes. Um, so, like, for me, how I see it or how I create is um i i do it's it's very it's very hard not to separate um the going going ons right with 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 your artwork so like the somehow it has to appear in 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 my work the whatever is whatever whatever affects me a, a great deal, whether positively or negatively, mostly negatively, <laughs> because those those have you know I think the pain that is suffered you know um, due to um, those you know negative um, experiences, yeah, um, sort of uh, finds it finds its way. On a on a on a canvas or or a work of art. Did COVID nineteen have impact on your yes. artwork? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I, I yeah, I, I feel like back to that statement of the artist as a mirror of society. So it's almost like you can't help yourself, you know, like you exist in this surrounding and if this surrounding is changing, then you almost have to change with it or you, it's very hard to not notice it. So, so in noticing it, then it starts to influence your work and you, you find yourself uh, creating, even if not completely directly related to it, you know, you might not paint people with masks, but you know, like the cons- other consequences of COVID nineteen is that you we could not leave the house at some point. So now your your visual stimulation is limited to the house. So maybe like if you are uh, like a, a landscape photographer, so now you can't move as much. So now you find yourself taking photographs of insects inside the house or. Uh, yeah, so it, it totally does or did influence my work. And, uh, I think for me during COVID, I, I got more into sound. So like I was, I was away and I was kind of like, uh, trapped from my normal places. And the only, uh, thing that I could access again, back to the story of issue of mediums. So the only medium I could access was sound. So I had a recorder with me and I had microphones. So I just started recording the things around me and I started like uh, walking with that. And I had so much time that I found myself delving deeper and deeper into, into sound. So now it's kind of become one of my main mediums. Okay. So if I may ask, what's your, like the biggest market I think uh, I've sold a lot of artwork locally more than internationally. So I, I feel like uh, my biggest market is here in Kenya. Um, although sometimes I'm not, you know, those statistics might not be very accurate, but I think my biggest market is local. Yeah, I think, uh, like Michael said, I think generally statistically, somehow we or our sort of art is more appealing to like uh, or or is 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 more purchased outside you know it's it's purchased by uh i feel like it's mostly like expatriates and and maybe like uh just um people from outside maybe also because of the sort of input we put on the work. So it takes a lot of time to create one work and then maybe the price tag may be a bit like high. So not, so yeah. So uh, again, maybe sadly then people with higher disposable incomes or, and, and then who these people happen to be is, is yeah a lot of times it's like people from outside or people from far away. Okay. I think we are coming to an end of this interview. Maybe you might want to tell us one last advice. Uh, so money is very important, but don't let money drive you into art because like when you're starting, it might not be there like at all. <laughs> Or so Michael said, you know, when good 
wax sells itself, but then it has to be seen to to sell itself. So, like, uh, so yes, you have to be conscious about money. You have to be conscious about how to make money while being an artist. But don't let that be the thing that drives you to decide whether to be an artist or not. So then, uh, you know, then, then just push yourself, push your imagination. Uh, don't stop dreaming and fantasizing. Then know the difference between, you know, your dreams and your fantasies and reality. So sometimes you have an idea for a very big project that would be very impactful, but you don't have the capacity for it. So, you know, write it down. So uh, get it to a point where if you had the capacity, now you can go ahead and do it. So I think I always imagine myself as a very rich person. So, you know, like... I'm I'm thinking like I don't have limitations of 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 resources. And then so when I'm dreaming, you know, like when I'm fantasizing, that's how I'm fantasizing. I'm fantasizing like I'm Batman, you know, like I have that Batmobile and you know, like a lot of disposable income and resources. And then and then if I don't have it, and a lot of times I don't, I I um uh, you know so I, I, I note these things down. So this is what I want to do. I want to do A, B, C, D. I need this sort of equipment. I write them down. And and when when if I can't buy them now, you know, I put it, I, I shelve that. And then I continue with what else I can. So if this medium is not working for me, I move to the next one. And then, uh, yeah, and then eventually everything conspires to to help you get there so um over time with hard work and determination and perseverance you eventually like get there so it's kind of like just keep on jogging you know keep on jogging keep on jogging when you can run run sometimes sometimes your energy is so low you can only walk but try and keep on moving and then, of course, always like look around so that you you're not moving in the wrong direction. But but when 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 you're passionate or when you're being driven by passion, it's it's like much easier because it's almost like you don't have a choice. This is the only thing that you can be. So now you're just trying to figure out how do you make it work. You don't know. I hope that helps. Um, yes. <clears throat> Stick to your convictions. Um, the, um, as Emmanuel said, um, it you know you 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 can't always have um, everything you need to create a network. Uh, maybe because of financial strains, uh, but also you know ne- necessity. What but innovation? You can just um you you can find other mediums to use that are use what you have use what is accessible um and and try and advance your your craft and uh, you can't you you have to put in the work you can't um talent alone is not enough you have to to work on it you have to work it uh you have to push yourself just like a mouse said um practice 
practice practice um yeah and and pursue the things that you're most passionate about um don't struggle with other you know like if if maybe you you're um inspired by another artist um don't get get that inspiration use it as energy to create your own thing don't copy don't push yourself too hard to look like that other guy your own idiosyncrasy is your power be your own person and um that's your power that's your power so just stick to your to you, your own thing and use whatever um, whatever you have um atakama ni mikebe or whatever just innovate something look for something that works with you be real to yourself yeah so another thing just be present you know like engage and be around other people like you when you find them if you eventually find them and and uh yeah make networks you know sometimes the thing that you're trying to do there's someone else already doing it so like look for people like you be around them and and that really helps and 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 it changes things so you don't have to reinvent the wheel from 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 zero you know someone already made the wheel you can make a better bearing yeah okay thank you and i think i've learned a lot and i hope other people will also get an opportunity to to learn from this podcast thank you thank you santa